I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to cellist and composer Chris Vatek, in Eastern musical tradition and most traditions throughout the world, music is taught differently. Some music is taught through reading music off a page, like Western music, particularly in school. You go to you go learn music in band, you're going to get a piece of sheet music put in front of you, and you're going to have to learn how to, learn how to read that and play it. But music all over the world is not taught like that. For the most part, music is taught through an oral tradition of imitating. Cellist and composer Chris Vautek has just released his first solo album. Chris, I was fascinated that you perform both Western classical and Eastern Indian classical traditional music. Uh, you've got a discography of 100 recordings, films, and TV scores. Now, Chris, this is your first album dedicated to your solo music, right? Yes, this is the first one I'm putting out on my own. Now, the three-movement string quartet that you wrote is called Memories of a Shadow. That's also the name of the new album that we're going to be talking about here, Memories of a Shadow. What is the meaning of the title, Memories of a Shadow? Ah, that's a great question. I'm very glad you asked it. Um, well, basically, the way that Indian music is passed on from teacher to student, from guru to student, is by the student shadowing the musical phrases played by the teacher. So it's like you repeat exactly what they played immediately after them and try to follow them, just like a shadow. So this string quintet I wrote after my first trip to India to learn from my guru, uh, Dr. N. Rajamji. And I was so inspired by that experience, and that experience consisted of tons of shadowing, tons of following her, trying to imitate her. Uh, that it is a collection of these memories of that experience. So it's kind of like a re recomposition of all of those ideas into a more Western format, the string quintet. When I was a kid, learning to play the cornet. I do oh, nice. Not, yeah, Chris, I don't remember the, the, the professor or the teacher or the instructor playing a string. Now you do that. You understand? Exactly, yeah. And I was expected to read the notes on the page and somehow figure out <laughs> what the word forte meant and what the word pianissimo <laughs> meant. Can you kind of bounce off of that with a comment? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the interesting thing is that some music is taught through reading music off a page, like Western music, particularly in school. You go to you go learn music in band, you're going to get a piece of sheet music put in front of you, and you're going to have to learn how to learn how to read that and play it. But music all over the world is not taught like that. For the most part, music is taught through an oral tradition of imitating. And just like you said with your cornet, when uh, you hear something and then you're asked to play just like it, it's a very natural way of learning. It's the same way that we learn language, and it is... Uh, it's the kind of learning that I fell in love with, and it kind of changed how I uh, how I learn music these days. 
Chris, uh, and I know you've been doing this a while uh, because of your experience. And what are some of the challenges you you may have forgotten them now, but what are some of the challenges of melding East Indian classical music with Western classical music traditions? Yeah, there are challenges still. <laughs> They've not gone away yet. Uh, but they're exciting challenges because you're trying to get musicians from different backgrounds to play together harmoniously. And because of that difference we were just discussing, that some music is learned off the page and some music is learned by ear, it can be very difficult to get music musicians from different backgrounds in the same room to actually play together. So that continues to be a challenge, but I, I feel like I'm in a really great place to tackle that challenge because I've spent about half of my life learning classical cello in the Western style, playing Bach and Mozart and everything. And about the other half of my life learning Hindustani music, learning this music from North India. And I have at least some ability to be like a translator between the two worlds. And that is what really excites me. That's what this project is about. And that's what my future projects are going to be focused on. Chris Vatek, thank you very much. And uh, one last question, Chris, I'll let you get back to whatever you've got to do. Also, I know you're busy and I'm busy. Uh, Chris, uh, Tell me about some experiences as a sound engineer. Do you have any experiences related to this? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've worked as a sound engineer in Los Angeles for about 10 years. And that has been another avenue into meeting people from different cultures, honestly. Just because I've been so interested in world music for so long that... I've gotten to know a lot of people from the Arabic music community, from the Persian music community, from the Indian music community, from the jazz community. So being a sound engineer has been a really great opportunity to figure out how to make all of those bands sound good <laughs> and meet the people in them and get like a real taste of uh, the community experience of those music cultures. Cellist and composer. Chris Vautek has just released his first solo album, Memories of a Shadow.
Thank you.